Is this a ghost is sponsored by Pickney Ben Distillery? I think I okay. I think we've talked about their the way that they do good um, before, but I was just looking over their website, <laughs> and not just like good for us and mm-hmm. giving us a good solid hour to <laughs> to drink whiskey in our but basement like for universal good. Like, yeah, like like the, the for humans. What stuff. some people would call the greater good. I okay. don't. I don't know. Jerry's a little out. Depends on how you feel about people, I guess. But sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I think it's worth mentioning now that we're over a year into this that um, they are giving all their proceeds. for the, If you buy their American vodka, I don't know if we've ever talked about their vodka. They make vodka mm-hmm. and it's good. We don't talk about it because, I mean, I'm Pat, you, you correct me if I'm wrong here. But um, speaking for myself, when Patrick mm-hmm. and I were first early friends, mm-hmm. we spent a lot of our days drinking pints of pop off in the in the in the back room of blockbuster video <laughs> and sometimes and so the front much room. so <laughs> sometimes sometimes <laughs> uh and i cannot drink vodka anymore without really um, i still it's been so long is it like ramen is, is it is it like when you get sick of it you like get sick of it forever i can't i don't understand how what does that mean to get sick of ramen uh, well that apparently, no apparently you're not apparently you're not that, that's it. Like, are you talking about the packet, like the dry ramen? You're dry yes, ramen. Yeah. Like yeah. Jewel Ten cent ramen. ramen. Ten cent yeah. ramen. Yes. Oh, I, that makes more sense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Which, which, sure. Yeah. You think <laughs> I think, like, you think I'm talking about like the ramen culture or something? What, what exactly were you? <laughs> like, like real ramen? Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah people, no. Yeah. The people of, you know, of, of Romania. Yeah. No, I, no not them. Um, no. Yeah. <laughs> there is other, you know, there's other <laughs> edible ramen than just the package uh, of noodles. I guess. Whatever. You moved out of Chicago a while ago, so I... <laughs> Are you talking about, yeah, like the, the expensive stuff in the bowls? Yeah. Oh, yeah, where they, yeah. Like put, they put like fancy shit on top instead of just like a... It's food. Instead yeah, of just like they a put food cube. on top. And okay. That's different than the, the stuff in the bags. Yeah, that's I'm not that's that's not that's not in my uh, not my wheelhouse right there. But yes, yeah, so <laughs> vodka, you have apparently gotten sick of it or sick with sick it. from it yeah slash yeah, of it. yeah yeah and yeah, all yeah. all the prepositions sick under <laughs> yeah. it sick over it um and but so you can't I, you can't do it anymore i it's tough it's a challenge hmm. it's um a shame. and it's really your fault but this is an ad for picnic bend distillery and they they have a vodka that i bet is pretty good <laughs> i have a bottle I, of it upstairs I, it has been calling my out. name do you know when you, you buy a bottle of of the, <laughs> when you buy a bottle of that uh, very uh, <clears throat> offensive sounding um, accent, come, we will drink in the street. <laughs> <laughs> when you buy a bottle yeah. of that, you uh, all the proceeds go to the World Central Kitchen, and they're giving those proceeds directly. This is uh, Chef Jose Andres's organization. Mm. Um, where they feed uh, folks on the front lines of, of major disasters. And I think, I believe right now, uh, all the proceeds from the vodka go specifically, they go to World Central Kitchen, but specifically to mm. the front lines in uh, in Ukraine, in Ukrainian cities. Oh, wonderful. That's so um, nice. Which is a, the best, I, I, I might start drinking vodka again because of that. <laughs> um, and you should too. And you should, if vodka makes you throw up, this, this is the best reason to throw up is... <laughs> On behalf of of the Ukrainian people who are have been suffering for so long, so please, uh, so thank you to Pickney Ben for doing that. that's amazing, um, and uh, and we love them. And uh, Patrick, and you feel any remorse about kind of flippantly throwing a Russian accent out there now that we you know it's about U- Ukraine? Or, Not no? any more than most weeks. No, I'm that good. makes sense.
everybody. Welcome back to Is This a Ghost? I'm Clayton Smith, and every week uh, I tell my real friend Patrick a real ghost story from real history, and uh, he never takes it real seriously. But today, we have a real big surprise for everybody. This this is a very special episode of Is This a Ghost? Um, because um, we have a very special guest joining us today uh, in the studio. <laughs> is uh, our good friend, Jen Swanson. Jen, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Jen is going to join us today as a guest host. And I, Pat, I don't, Patrick, I don't want you to feel nervous. I don't want you to feel like she's auditioning to replace you. I don't want you to feel like, you know, we asked her here for any specific reason. Right. It's just you do your normal thing. Is, it, is this why we decided as you guys started recording like a half hour after we usually do? Is that... No, I mean, no. if you get that's sick, the, I'm here. Don't tell him that because <laughs> no. See, this is gonna no. <laughs> that's no. She's lying. Don't don't say that. I can have all my Mondays back. Really? Mm. <laughs> no. Drive a hard bargain. Um. So. If I get sick, will you take my role? Sure. It does I require like some research, research but no. no. I oh, good. No. If, if you like research, this is not a position for someone who likes research. No, no, no. no. If Clayton dies, don't <laughs> do the podcast anymore. That was what the contract said, and that's I'm going to stick to it. Yeah, that's also, fair. I don't, I don't know where the big red record button is anymore. <laughs> what will I do on my drive into work on Wednesdays? <laughs> you could, I mean, I don't know. You could just, you could tell yourself a ghost story. Mm-hmm. Worst case scenario. Very DIY. Yeah. You can scare yeah. the shit out of yourself in the car in the morning. I do it every day. <laughs> Mostly because I don't get a lot of sleep. But. <laughs> um. So, Jen, so I, I would imagine uh, there are probably two big questions that people listening have is one, who who is Jen Swanson? And two, why why is she here? Um, so, and I, I think we should we should get right to those things. So, I think maybe the the second one is uh, the easiest one to for me to answer. So, you are here because you asked if you could be here. I did, right? I, you, um, I've been a big fan for a long time since you signed somebody else's book at a comic uh, convention. <laughs> we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that story for sure. Um, yeah. So, Jen is. Uh, I we've we've known each other. Um, was it 2015 2016 oh god that's so long ago yeah yeah a long time ago um so jen and i yeah we met at c2e2 i had a table there where i was selling some of my books and uh, and jen wandered by and stopped and we chatted for a while and she bought uh, apocalypticon i believe right yep and my memory is 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 famously terrible so i'm gonna tell a story and then you stop me when it goes wrong um and then you, so we chatted for a while and then you bought the book, which is, I'm so grateful. And then you, you went your way. And then later though, you came back because I didn't sign it. Is that right? That's right. No, I, I wanted to buy both books that were at the table and one was yours and one wasn't. And you're like, well, the other guy isn't here, but I'm going to sign his book. I was like, yeah, all right, cool. Well, that's not quite how I remember it. So I, I, who was this person the, who never had a table with you again? <laughs> Was it Jordan's book? Jordan Jordan and I were sharing a table. There was someone at the next table. Was it Jordan? Yeah, I believe so. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> so you came back. Jordan was gone at the time. And you came back and you said you wanted a book. For, and I, I said, well, we can sell you one, but he's not here to sign it. And I jokingly said, but I'll sign it for you if you want. Uh, and you seemed really into it. So, <laughs> so I signed Jordan's book. I feel like that's probably a faux pas in the... Uh, I feel like it's going to go for more money now because it's your signature and not his. Exactly. I 
I you are the first and probably probably the only person who's ever bought mm. a book um, because you think I will lend some sort of resale value to it. I can be anybody's hype man. I got you. Thank you. I love that. Uh, and we've been in touch ever since. You've read everything I've ever written, um, which I'm. It's been amazing. You are um, very active uh, on on my on my author pages and stuff. So you've been. You've, it's been so fun to connect with you uh, over the last few years. And then you started listening to the podcast. We did this. And uh, you just asked if you if you could join in for a call, and I thought it was a great idea. So we're so glad to have you. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah, I just I really enjoy listening to you guys, and I love ghost stories. Uh, I'm a little bit more of a believer than Patrick, but mm, you I uh, have, have to suspended be, yeah. disbelief. <laughs> it's hard to be less. Person. How does that work out for you? To be like one foot in both worlds. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the house I grew up in in Kenosha, a couple blocks from the house I live in currently, had a ghost. Um, but very like, we we determined he was a very nice guy. He just would like come up the stairs to the attic where my room was and then like disappear. So. Eh. And you would see him. Yeah, and I thought it was just me until at one point we had like I had a sleepover because I was a you know teenage girl and other people mm-hmm. were like, yeah, there's a guy, and I was like. Oh, I'm not the only one seeing him. That's cool. <laughs> and like you confirmed that this was a ghost and not like a like a guy guy from the neighborhood. Like, yeah, no, <laughs> not a girl g- sleeping in the attic. <laughs> 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 not a guy guy. Just you know, we could see through him and not in the like his actions kind of sense. We could mm-hmm. literally see through him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Patrick, do you want to uh, try to poke holes in uh, in Jen's story? Go ahead, you're no, a I, skeptic. I, it, it, I mean, she seems very convinced. I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was definitely that. My brother definitely. still lives in the house. If you want to like go spend the night there, I can probably arrange that. Could we do a live episode uh, from the attic? For sure. When when would I ever be in Wisconsin though? Like I Why would, would never. You ever not <laughs> be it's in funny Wisconsin. you say it. Actually, Patrick <laughs> and I are going to be together in Wisconsin in just like three weeks. Oh, uh, there you no. go. Mm, I, I don't. I mean, maybe we'll have the train slow down a little bit through Kenosha, but I don't. I don't think it's going to stop all the way. We could jump off easily. We'll wave easily. This I'll, is not a we'll Japanese wave from the window. Train. We'll wave. From no, the we window. could. We could jump. Let's it's one of those American. It's one of those American trains that like actually is pulled by horses in the front. So I don't think it's going to take that long. <laughs> so you could you could step casually off mm-hmm. and be fine. Have we a can smoke. Go up. Mm-hmm. We could it's step right off. It, yeah, jump on, jump off. Yeah, we could step off the train. We could go to that. We could do a like a, an overnight show at mm-hmm. the house, and then walk back to where we got off the train and, and just pick up the caboose as it goes <laughs> just, by. Yeah. Or you could do an on location ghosty. Mm. That's true. We could do that. We're gonna be in Milwaukee for a baseball game, uh, July seventh and eighth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, I feel like on your way back south, you're gonna have to let me know, and we can get a drink or find a ghost. I will give you the schedule. We were because we have to be. It's very so. This is this is insider baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, we do a every year. We go to a, a bunch of us go to a, a different major league stadium or two or three, and we're crossing them all off the list. And this summer, it's it's Milwaukee and then Chicago White Sox. So we're going to go to Milwaukee for two games Friday Saturday, and then we go down to Chicago. The White Sox uh, are playing the Cardinals on that Sunday. So uh, if you want, you could probably jump onto the train. We're going to bring drinks onto the train and you could jump on <laughs> for a couple of stops and we could do a yeah. little toast. That'd be great. Yeah. Well, I, lo- I love that we got this settled. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> um, so Kenosha, for those listening, uh, this is all in Wisconsin. You live in Wisconsin. Yes. Um, and Kenosha is, uh, is, it's where you grew up. Is it where you live now also? Yes, to both. 
Okay. So on f- I, I was born here and I decided to stay here for some reason. Hmm. <laughs> well, it's nice that it's it's kind of it's it's kind of equidistant, right? From Chicago, between Chicago and Milwaukee. Yeah, I mean, actually, my husband and I were at the Field Museum on Saturday and then the Milwaukee Zoo on Sunday. So we kind of have the best of both. Mm-hmm. It's about an hour to Chicago, depending on traffic, and 40 minutes to Milwaukee. That's pretty good. That's and you're right in the Lake Michigan still. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, not bad. You could do worse. Mm-hmm. And it's um, cheaper to live here and work in Illinois than to live in Illinois. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, I, I saw Alice Cooper at whatever the, the, the theater is in Kenosha. Oh, when was this? Fifteen years ago, something like that. The so, brat stop. I, I, it's it's been a long there's time. There's not a there's yeah. a, there's not like a venue. It's the brat stop. It's a bar. Yeah, there there was a some sort of indoor. I don't know. It was it was like a some sort of theater there. But the, yeah, Alice Cooper played. And it was pretty badass. So that's it. That's it. That was the whole thing. I mean, he didn't like he didn't like, like hang out with me and give me high fives or anything. <laughs> okay. <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, and so for this occasion, Jen, uh, you actually uh, suggested a, uh, a ghost story from Kenosha, Wisconsin. I'm very excited to get into. Uh, and I guess, well, do, do we leave anything out? Is there anything else that you want everyone, all all seven of our listeners to know about you or the situation? That, uh, here? Um, the location of this ghost story, they have a winter, like, har- it's the Harbor Market. So it's like we have a public market there inside. Um, which I think is really funny. Oh, in the all these, like, building? Yeah. And oh, my aunt and uncle got married there. So. How's their how's their relationship? They got divorced her a long time ago. That, that feels right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes a whole lot of sense. All right. Well, let's get to it. So, uh, <laughs> on, let's see, gosh, on January 8th in the year, Patrick, we're doing a new thing, Jen, where Patrick uh, now tries to guess the year within mm-hmm. five. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Want to take a guess? Now, I will say this is not this is not Deep South, right? Like it normally is. So you know, this is Kenosha, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. famously yep. incorporated in 1965. <laughs> so, <laughs> 1994, <Yep. laughs> actually. I'm going to guess uh, 1949. You are so far off. So this starts in the year 1900. Ah, that was a good round one, too. I, sh- I should have just guessed that. You should have. Uh, January 8th, 1900. A young girl and her brother stand on the shore of Lake Michigan in the town of Kenosha, Wisconsin. Look, Jen's cat is here. That's Zool. 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 Oh, yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, do you want to complain about Zool? Patrick complains about Axel. That's like half our show. Do you want to? Do you have anything to... Uh, I mean, he loves Zoom and uh, Teams calls, so whenever he hears voices, he comes up here and comes on my desk. So he just woke up and has made his appearance. Hmm. Well, if he has any jokes to share, please uh, please pass the microphone. <laughs> he does not, but I, I will let him know. Mm-hmm. Would he like to just scream in the background for about 10 minutes and uh, have no, to get edited out? No, that was my old cat. He uh, He's not... My old cat would just go... For hours yeah. and hours. Mm-hmm. Do you feel at all like you're tempting fate by naming your cat Zool? That feels like a negative energy uh, to bring into the space. I mean, we've got Zool and, and Vins are our terror dogs that are cats. Mm-hmm. And then I've got Gozer and Dana downstairs that are our dogs. I got to name our snake. He's Sir Hiss. Sir Hiss is a very good snake mm-hmm. name. It was either that or Ka, so yeah. I mean, My biology so far, teacher in high school had... Um, <laughs> a boa constrictor that she named Ka 
and she would have him in the classroom a lot, and we would like pet him and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then and dance. She had him, obviously would dance. Yeah, yeah, he would do this whole like eye thing, and we'd be like, ah. and then one of us and would be then, gone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, she had him for years, and she loved this snake. She would just like walk around the room, just like you know, draped over her shoulders and stuff. Show them like Britney and, Spears. Yes, like Britney Spears, much much less attractive and quite a bit older. Mm. Um, but pro- I think very much. I would say probably smarter. I don't. I don't want to cast aspersions on Britney Spears. I don't know her life except for the except for all her Instagram um, strange Instagram posts uh, post freedom. But uh, anyway, Mrs. Sadler loved the snake, and then one day in the middle of winter, the snake like snapped at one of her kids, and then she threw Ka out onto the front porch in uh, sub zero temperatures and let it freeze to death. And I think that's the right move. Uh, hmm. I, so I will say my husband and I have both been bit by Sirhis once each. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything that you read on like the interwebs is until you get bit by your snake for the first time, you're not really a snake owner. <laughs> um, this is so, a really good reason to not be a snake owner. He's very friendly otherwise. I mean, the one time we had just gotten back from the zoo and he was hungry, he smelled animals, mm-hmm. got a little ornery. Yep. And the second time, I knew he was getting hungry, but his, my husband had to like replace his water dish. Mm-hmm. And I looked at him and he looked at me and I was like, don't you do it. Don't you do it. And then he did it. I was like, you son of a gun. What? What? Where is the snake? Are you in the cage with the snake? I'm. I'm no, I, I took him out. He's about you know three feet long. Right. I had to take him out of the cage and hold him so my husband could get in there and get the water dish. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I, and if it was one of these things like he came home and he was like lounging around on the couch and you're like, you don't fucking touch me. No, don't, don't um, do it. No, because at some point he'll get big enough that he could eat the cats. So mm. we keep him and the cats separate. Mm. Is this is this a good idea? Sure. Are you sure? Not my house. Yeah. <laughs> you have uh, multiple I mean, cats. He stays in his terrarium. It's all good. I hear they get out sometimes. He definitely pokes around like where he knows the edges are. Yeah, he's testing. A, he's a, a raptor testing the fences. And you wait until 100%. he's four times bigger than he is now. He's going to get out. 100%. We'll, we'll get, you know, an appropriately designed terrarium. Yeah. Or like a harness or something. Yeah, we'll walk him out on the street. Yeah. It'll be fun. What kind of what kind of snake is he? He's a ball python. Are they venomous? No. No, right? They're squeezers. They're constrictors? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, okay. <laughs> snake people, I don't know. <laughs> this is a ghost story. Um, and so in January of 1900, uh, a, a little girl and her brother are standing on Lake Michigan, uh, and they're looking out at the water at a black cloth that's like bobbing out in the water. It's like coming closer and closer to shore. Mm -hmm. And they're just watching it because... Because there's not a lot to do. (laughs) Maple would not stand. She would be like running around. There's no way. But it holds their attention. We've been here since nine in the morning and we'll be here until nine (laughs) at night watching the cloth. There's nothing else to do. We will lay down the rocks and it'll, we'll we'll nap a bit, and then we'll wake up, and we will spend tomorrow watching the cloth. What nationality are we in, Wisconsin? We are. You're sort of like a weird Dutch German. 
thing. Thing. <laughs> All right. By by how pale I am, that tracks. Obviously, we're Scandinavian and, and European, so okay. I don't look. Patrick started. I was just trying to make him feel better by by like, throwing in. Well, I didn't work. Um. <laughs> so anyway, so the cloth finally washes up on the rocks. Mm-hmm. And the kids go down and check it like out. The highlight of the summer, right there. Or it, it, it's, is it this ju- is, again, January? This is January. Oh, wait. Hang on. January. <laughs> I don't know Wisconsin. if you know which hemisphere uh, Wisconsin is in, but it's I, an hours. I, I, yeah, I, I'd acclimate myself. January in Wisconsin. These two children cold hang out outside, staring yeah. at a black cloth on frozen Lake Michigan. It's for ho- that boring inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe today, maybe today that cloth will wash in. Maybe today we'll get the sweet release of death. I don't know. <laughs> Either way, it's going to be better than yesterday. Uh, and it is a, it's a, so that it washes up and it is a, a wet, obviously. I don't know why I wrote wet. It's been floating in the lake. So it's, it's a wet black robe. Mm-hmm. And they lift up the robe and underneath it, they find the body of a nun who appears to have been dead for several days. Hmm. So, like, the bloat has set in? The bloat is in full effect. Ugh. Yes. Ugh. And probably pretty purple. I would guess purple. Um, now, this nun had been running a nearby boarding school called Kemper Hall. Uh, do they recognize her? The children? Yes. Yeah, yeah do the children recognize well, I guess They didn't they, go to Kemper Hall. You, If you just wait until I tell you the details, Patrick, you will learn. The whole this point is a of the podcast. Older people. The whole point of the podcast, I try and guess the ending. I know, but I was going to make a joke about how this nun was working at a school and as a teacher. I get it. <laughs> but now, now you've really stepped on that. I can't. <laughs> no. Um, the children do not know her. Mm-hmm. But it comes out later that she is a nun who's at Kemper Hall. Ah. <sighs> this is going badly already, and we're not very far in. <laughs> So Kemper Hall was originally built in 1861 by U.S. Senator Charles Durkee. Is that right, Jen? Durkee? It's not like Durkee or some like dumb. I've never heard it any other way, okay. but we could all be wrong too. The, the air, the now this this podcast is the uh, this is the podcast of record for America. So whatever we say here is pretty much how it goes. It's the law. Yep. Yeah. So uh, Charles Durkee. So he was uh, he was born in Royalton, Vermont. But he moved out to Wisconsin Territory in 1836. And uh, as as folks who moved to the Wisconsin Territory did, he got involved in agriculture and lumbering. Um, just like, like lumbering about? I, I don't, like, is he really big? <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> stomping and I love you know, the throwing his weight around. I love to walk through the fields, crushing them. Yeah. Now, Patrick, we all learn how to make our, like, limbs very heavy. And we just kind of... <laughs> You are a Wisconsinite. Okay, I think, yeah, all right, that makes sense. That's how they know if you're from out of town. If you get knocked over very yeah. easily by all the people meandering by, you're from Chicago. So he and his wife, Catherine, they settled into the town called Pike Creek. Uh, and he built a log cabin of oak and black walnut in that area. Sounds nice. Near, I guess, I don't know. I, I don't know I'm from wood. Nice. It, it might be terrible. I really don't know. <laughs> Jen, you know anything about oak and black walnut? Uh, they're both good for smoking a, a drink. It's hard to find Wait. something that's not good for smoking a drink. Truth. <laughs> um, anyway, so the town of Pike Creek would later be called Southport, and this Southport would eventually be called Kenosha. Mm-hmm. 
So the jerkies, they love the area, and they bought a whole bunch of land extending all the way from the center of town out to the Lake Michigan uh, lakefront, um, which is a pretty good chunk of land. Kenosha is not huge, I wouldn't mm-hmm. say, um, but it's it's a sizable little town. It's like mid-size. How would you, de- how would you describe it? Uh, we're 100,000 people. God, that's so pretty good. That's a lot. Yeah, that's, it's, a, it's a decent size. That's a sizable spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have a pretty uh, pretty popular outlet mall, right? Is that you or is that? Technically, that's... it's Pleasant Prairie. <laughs> uh, Pleasant Prairie gets all the good outlet malls. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so so they bought all this land and their lives were great for a little while. And then mm. Catherine fell ill and died at the age of 25. <gasps> Ouch. She lived a good long life in those days. It's yeah, she lived almost to elderly state. Uh, so then Charles entered politics. Um, well, actually, I don't know when he did. He entered politics at an age that Wikipedia did not have on file. So I don't. <laughs> at some point in his life, he entered politics and he served two terms in the Wisconsin territorial legislature as a Democrat. Um, but eventually, he did switch to the Liberty Party, and then later he switched to the Free Soil Party. Hmm. <laughs> what's what's a free like i was i was like you don't have to pay for soil before? anymore i mean like if you go <laughs> yeah. to lowe's it's like four bucks a bag now it's insane yeah which is not i don't know I, that feels like a small price to pay for something that gives life to things i don't know i mean it used to be a dollar bag i'm just saying you know <laughs> <laughs> well you should Patrick, revive and you it, and this inflation and, the, and, and, this guy, and this guy wants to give it to me for free so i don't really know that's true so he's got your vote huh yeah, oh, easily easily I did look up. I can't. I it's. I always forget how many political parties were in America around this time. Yeah, Free Soil Party definitely sounds like it's probably one of like the like a fascist party. I'll I'll, I'll be t- totally honest. It doesn't sound real great. <laughs> the fact that I it doesn't survive very long. Find much about them mm-hmm. I, except for they were quote short lived coalition. <laughs> uh, they were acting from him. yeah yeah. <laughs> it's very possible. Yeah. <laughs> They were active from 1848 to 1854. Hmm. It's a very short time to be a party. <laughs> um, but at this time, so I was I was <laughs> I was looking for a full list of of different parties at, uh, right around the 1850s. Um, and what I found, the major parties, and there were like other small ones, but the major ones were Democrats, Republicans, Whigs, Liberty Party, Free Soil Party, and the Know Nothings. Were all <laughs> major parties? Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so Charles was some of those, uh, and he's in the legislature, and he's doing his thing, and at some point, he remarried to a woman named Caroline. Now, it actually sounds like he did a lot of good in the government, so here are some of his accomplishments. He made land in Wisconsin affordable for the working class. Uh, He made sure credit terms were easy and fair Mm -hmm. for people. Um Which sounds pretty good. He was elected to the U.S. House of Representatives in 1848, so he's moving on up. Uh, he was part of Wisconsin's first full congressional delegation. Hmm. So as soon wow. as he became wow. actually recognized in, mm-hmm. uh, in Congress, he was there. Get that free dirt guy in here. Let's let's put him in there. <laughs> uh, he's, I love corn. I wish we had more dirt for corn. Who, 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 who's out there who can help us get more corn? Who here is corn in the dirt beans. lobby? Oh, I hit the dirt lobby. Let's go. <laughs> soybeans is the, uh, that's a Wisconsin thing? Yep. Pretty exciting. How many things it's, can you make with soybeans? Most things. Oh, you think so? a lot of stuff mm-hmm. now that all the people want, like soy everything. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, not yeah. Now, nah. what about like in eighteen? Was it forty eight? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 
probably nothing. But I think soybeans replenish like the nitrogen that the corn needs. Mm -hmm. Mm. Um, Things that you learn through osmosis of growing up in Wisconsin. Also, I can tell you when the soybeans are ready to pick. And I point it out to my husband all the time now because it drives him crazy. Is he from Wisconsin also? No, he's from Illinois. It's got to kill him. Uh. It does. It does. It makes him crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Please stop telling me when the soybeans are ready. Um. Anyway, so so he's there. So he served two terms there, and then he switched to the newly he switched parties again. So the newly formed Republican Party, mm-hmm. and he ran for uh, Senate for U.S. Senate in 1854. He won, and he served one term where he continued to fight for workers' rights. So he was a different Republican than like Scott Walker, <laughs> just um, slightly, just a, a bit. God, Walker would have hated him so much. <laughs> First Jan- off, dirt should never be free. That's just going to make people weak. <laughs> <laughs> in where were we so oh, okay so he's in the u.s senate from 1855 to 1861 so this goes back to a, a house that's haunted so in 1861 his last year in u.s senate he decides to build a jerky mansion and i don't know if he called it jerky mansion <laughs> it would be <laughs> probably not if my last name was jerky i wouldn't it'd be jerky everything yeah it would be yeah, yeah. Kids were be real cruel about that. Um, mm-hmm. It's cool to have a name that rhymes with turkey. Mm, I like it. I guess there's not. Yeah, is it turkey like the name of a spice company or something? It is a mustard-based sauce and is delicious. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love how quickly right, you do that. Oh, dude, <laughs> bring it up. Bring it up on the big board. Bring up. Bring up turkeys on the big board. I don't know. You, you're gonna share. Oh, I guess I can. God, your keyboard is so loud. <laughs> I know. Isn't it the best? Uh, how do I share? How I do, do I... like it because it's a good, it's, everyone can hear it. So it's not like we're just like sitting in dead air because they know you're you're looking up something. Yeah. You'd be like, yeah. You'd be like banging on it with a fucking claw hammer. Oh, what are you doing <laughs> in there? Durkee's famous sandwich. And, oh my God. I would. Okay. So I'm sorry. What makes this different from the tangy zip of Miracle Whip? Uh, well, this is yellow. Yeah, this is this is this is so a that's different. This is uh, much much stronger of a mustard flavor okay. than than a than a mayonnaise flavor. It's like, popular tangy sandwich. Thing. If you've got a little dial between like mayonnaise and mustard, like Miracle Whip is much more on the mayonnaise side. This is like you cranked all the way over to the mustard side. So it's like an eleven. Mm, it is maybe an eleven point <laughs> one, but it was even served in the Lincoln White House. Now. That didn't seem to work out so well, but I think <laughs> I for you, it's call. a kiss of death. <laughs> uh, anyway, I wonder if this is related to this because Lincoln's going to factor in here in a second. <laughs> if I just crack the case, like, I'm going to be are so you mad. It? <laughs> um. So 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 okay. So in 1861, he's going to build the Durkee Mansion, and he builds. Uh, a glorious house. Uh, it's a 10-room house built with cream brick in the Italianate Victorian style. Uh, Patrick, you were uh, famously, uh, you're you're kind of a student of architecture. Do you want to explain what the Italianate style is? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, lots of, remember when, when you take the take the metal and you make vines out of the metal? That's okay. the Italianate style. Yeah. So it's like, oh. it's like vines, but it's durable. So... <laughs> Okay. Anyway, I didn't see that in my research. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, just add it to the next. Just add it to to the next part. That's part Jen. Do you want to take a shot? No, I'm gonna trust this. Uh, 
He knew what a land surveyor was. So I'm going to assume he knows what this is. <laughs> every every week, <laughs> the role of land surveyor changes just slightly. Just a little bit. Mm. Uh, no, the Italianate is actually when they have um, big statues of um, the Mario Brothers on every corner. <laughs> oh, that's what that's called. That's I what was that's called. You've seen it everywhere. That's what it's called. All of them. <laughs> uh, what's that big pipe in the front yard for? Oh, don't go in there. <laughs> Uh, no, apparently Italianate drew on the Italian Renaissance of the 16th century, which mm. we don't even need to get into because I know we all know what that looked like. Yes. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of a cross between between like Versailles and Victorian style. Mm. Um, the house had an ornate wooden wraparound porch. It had a widow's walk. It had a freestanding suspension staircase in the foyer, which is the largest stairway of its type in the entire state of Wisconsin. Wow. They get a plaque? You gotta get a plaque. They've gotta have a plaque, yeah, right? Absolutely. Probably. Yeah. yeah. They give a Gen- plaque to everything in Wisconsin. <clears throat> yeah. I bet there's a tour and it's the last stop on the tour is that staircase. Oh, the plaque. And then they push you off the widow's walk. <laughs> Good luck. Bye. <laughs> we need more tourism. We need more ghosts. Go. Why is it co- oh? <laughs> uh Jen, you you've been to this building, right? Yes. Um, uh, have you seen the uh suspension staircase? No, and I do not like unstable walkways of any sort, bridges, staircases, anything like that. Hmm. So um, it sounds kind of like my nightmare. Now, Patrick is an engineer. Patrick, do you think bridges are unstable walkways? Are I mean, some are, certainly. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen Indiana uh, Jones? That one's super, that is like super unstable. The one in Philadelphia that just, you know, went down. Yeah. 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 If great. you catch most bridges on fire, they don't stick around for real long. But yeah. I would say it's weird to me that you can catch concrete on fire, you know? Fire's a bitch, man. I guess so. Uh, making bridges out of sticks over there. Anyway, so the pantry, oh, the pantry had a trap door to the root cellar, and it's rumored that it was actually used to hide runaway slaves during the Civil War, that the Durkies would um, would basically be part of, not the official uh, Underground Railroad, but kind of their own their own version, which is cool. So really, it, they were just taking money from people that were hopeful. <laughs> well, I guess that's <laughs> that's that's a take. That's a cynical version. Um, it's how, true. If you got all the way to Kenosha, yeah, like how much farther do you need to the go? Line. <laughs> that's you know? true. That's true. Like at some but then point, at that point, why do you need a spot if you're in Wisconsin? Yeah, yeah. like it, you got to start asking questions. Like, can we please switch to the above ground railroad? <laughs> I think it's cool. <laughs> Do you see how many fucking cheese curds there are around here? I don't think we're in Please. danger. Wait, were cheese curds invented back then? When did they become when did they become thing? Uh, I'm not prepared uh, for this level of research. Century, I believe it is. It <laughs> yeah, but they're yeah. Italianate, actually. Uh, <laughs> that makes sense. I forgot sense. that part. It was, yeah. the, it was the vines and it was the cheese curds. Yeah, and the vines and the vines were like bursting out with cheese curds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes a lot of sense. Uh. The the uh, De Medici family was uh they they were big into cheese curds they were that's how I they that's how they got all the money yeah. to support all those artists yeah by um <laughs> selling cheese curds makes sense okay <laughs> uh this house sat on ten acres of land that bordered Lake Michigan so it was very nice and Charles and Caroline move in and they lived there very happily for a few years and then Charles was appointed governor of the Utah Territory hmm. So this seems strange. Can so he, you know, commute. That seems like a long way. Yeah, that's a brand. very long commute. I yeah. did a little digging because it mm-hmm. seemed a little strange, and it turns out so Abraham Lincoln gets shot. Mm-hmm. He's in his pre-ghost phase at this point. He gets shot. 
Um, and he and has then, a funeral in Springfield, Illinois. Yeah, and like in the in the Durkee sauce is like everywhere in the White House, and he's like, oh my god, <laughs> it's like oh no. it's like the way that Trump <laughs> threw sandwiches with ketchup all over the wall, like <laughs> the, you know, people are throwing Durkee sauce on the walls. Mm. Yes, uh, and they're like, hey, who made this sauce? Who made, this, who made this delicious get, tangy sauce all over the walls here? We got to get him to the funeral. He's invited. <laughs> Give him a plus one. So he he goes to 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 um to Lincoln's funeral in Springfield, and Andrew Johnson, who then takes over as president, mm-hmm. uh, apparently appointed him at the funeral as governor of the Utah Territory. Hmm. At least it's not another like mistress situation for a long commute. Hmm. True. Yeah, Wisconsin does have its share of those, yeah. <laughs> historically speaking, based on our research. Yeah. Um, but it seems that it may have been because uh it may he there are like rumors that he had to relocate for health reasons. And usually when you're moving to a drier climate, mm-hmm. unless you're those idiots who go into the Kentucky caves, yeah. you're uh it's tuberculosis. tuberculosis. Yeah. He's gotta have tuberculosis. Mm-hmm. Like I feel very confident saying Charles Durkee had tuberculosis. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I know this guy out in Utah. He talks into a hat, and I think he has the tuberculosis thing all <laughs> figured out out there. We just have to drink water out of this lake for a few years, and it should be totally cool. It's totally fine. Yeah. And Dirk was like, I don't know. We have caves in Wisconsin. Should I just go into one of those? Yeah. We yeah. do have caves in Wisconsin. There were some a uh, famous meeting in one of those caves that we covered a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so he goes, so they, they moved to, to, to Utah, um, probably cause he has tuberculosis. Oh, and also the other thing that's makes it probably TV. He died five years later. Mm, that's about right. Yeah. And it was while on a trip. So he actually, this poor guy, he actually died on his way back to Utah from a trip from mm. God knows where he died in Lincoln, Nebraska. Hmm. Really good idea to take a long train trip with less, less <laughs> tuberculosis. I would like each of you to name one worse place to die than Lincoln, Nebraska. Patrick, would you want to go first? Mm, specifically of tuberculosis? Uh, I don't sure. know. I'm, uh, Cairo, word... Illinois. God, that was going to be my guess, too. Um, <laughs> pyramid there or something? No, we drove through it one time, and mm. it is so sad. I thought it was, like, a... themed. Is it not? No, it's just the theme is desperation and sadness. And we saw a dog running around in the road and we mm-hmm. went like my husband took some pictures because it was creepily beautiful. But there was like this old motel with like doors open and you could see like beds just like half out of the motel. It was awful. That's mm-hmm. called a free hotel. And that yes, that's a good value. That's how you get tuberculosis. <laughs> that's how you get tuberculosis. <laughs> and a plethora of other things. <laughs> Sorry, Patrick. I stole yours. What's yours now? Mm, gonna have to go with the good old standby, Detroit, Michigan. Yeah. Why? Why Detroit, Michigan is the worst place <laughs> yeah. to die? Well, number one, nobody's gonna notice for a long time. But uh, number two, it's very cold. I don't like. Don't like. I that. don't think it's warm in in uh, in Lincoln. In Lincoln, Nebraska, I don't. Nobody's yeah. ever, nobody's there, so. <laughs> so no one has yeah. ever recorded temperature there. Could so be warm, could be cold, could be people, <laughs> could be not. Um, all right. So anyway, so after four years, the Durkees leave the mansion uh, in 1865, and they sell it to St. Matthew's Episcopal Church. Mm. Yeah, that's what you do. They got all the cash. Well, and they sell it. Actually, this is pretty good. So they sell it. He sells it in exchange for a lifetime annuity for Caroline. Mm. Okay. So this, this guy seems like like a pretty actually decent person and also 
he's got to be sick as hell. Like he's, <laughs> we don't want any money, but just give a lifetime annuity for my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems like a good thing to do. So I think I'm, I, I feel very cautious saying about this ever about someone who lived in the 19th century, but mm. I, I think I'm pro Durkey. Mm. Do I have a sauce for you? <laughs> Can we get them to sponsor the show in addition to Pinkney Ben? There's a line, okay? There's a line. <laughs> after after Pinkney Ben gets sick of us, it is Pringles. Uh-huh, and then okay. it is Skittles. Yep. And then, I, and then and then and then Durkies, I think. Yeah. I think Durkies so, yeah. could be next. Yeah. So how many how many times do I have to guest spot before Tara will send me a goodie box? Because I can't get this mm. anywhere near me. That's a very good question. It's true. Um, that nobody's ever going to ask. Unfortunately, ask Tara here. will never listen to this episode. <laughs> That's okay. I made friends with her on Facebook. That's good. Well, if you'd come to the live show, uh, like we were trying to get you to do, you would have uh, come My on to the box. My stupid husband had to bring his mom to the play. Ugh. 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 Theater. Gross. <laughs> um, moms. Oh, don't get me started on moms. <laughs> I wonder if my mom listens. Mom, that was a joke, mom. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, okay. So, the church takes over, and they decide to turn the house into a girls' school. Now, obviously, 10 rooms is not enough. So, like, there's a lot of girls in Wisconsin. Mm. <laughs> and so, they start adding on new buildings. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ballroom in the original house was divided into smaller rooms to make more bedrooms. So they're mm. adding more buildings, but they're also like being economical with what wait, they have. Wait, uh, hang on, hang on. So you, so you have a ten room house. Mm-hmm. You know, most of us be like, oh, that's three bedrooms, two bathrooms, living. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One of the rooms is a ballroom. I think it was in I, politics, Patrick. That's I would like. He entertains. <laughs> I would have a ballroom yeah. if I had the space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, where would you? I mean, yeah. where would you in your house right now, Patrick? Where mm-hmm. would you entertain if you had like a like a dinner party? Mm-hmm. You would. What would you do? You I would, have nothing. I would. You I, have nothing. I know. I, the I've, basement. Yeah, I've I've, I've <laughs> a small corner in the basement behind the hot water heater that I could probably fit a few people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You have a. You gotta have a ballroom. So they divide into smaller rooms for bedrooms, um, and they mortgage the property for four thousand dollars and use the money to add an east wing to the mansion. Okay. Uh, and four thousand dollars then seems to be about seventy five thousand today. Ooh. Yeah, so it's a. Uh, I mean, still a pretty. It's a hell of a deal on a new wing. Yeah, yeah. You can buy a whole other ballroom for that. That's right. Two ballrooms, <laughs> Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Two they may have overpaid, mm-hmm. but it's a three story build. It has a kitchen, a dining room, it has classrooms, and more dormitories. Hmm. So it's a pretty sizable Ooh. sounding wing. Now, by 1871, the folks at St. Matthew's, they had sold the place to the community of the Sisters of St. Mary. Uh, so keep it in the family a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the sister. Yeah. The, yeah. the family. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to expound on that? Or? You know, the, 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 the holy family. Oh, sure. Right. <laughs> they sold it to Jesus in 1871. And the Sisters of St. Mary uh, renamed it. They're the ones who renamed it Kemper Hall. Mm, okay. Does it say why Kemper? No, I was just thinking that as I read that aloud. It probably does. Is it Ellie Kemper? It's probably Ellie Kemper. It's right? Ellie Kemper. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, right. I kind of figured. Yeah. They foretold the coming of Ellie Kemper. <laughs> <laughs> that makes you know, a lot of sense about the statues in town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's the new Jesus. Um, she's been really quiet about it. Like she's so nice, you mm. know. But um, but yeah, new Jesus. So they continue to expand the building, and this include the expansion now includes a chapel with a bell tower, 
in the rose window. And like, it also what? What's a, what the fuck's a rose window? It's like a from, window looks like a rose, like from Beauty and the Beast, like where you, yeah, like where you look yeah, through it's and exactly you see the rose. Like that, okay, <laughs> that's fair. Uh, I will look up a rose window for you. I'll show you. You're There's an old tag. Turns them into a you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I've been. To They're all magical. Before. Yeah. Right. You ever seen Notre Dame? You ever seen The Hunchback of Notre Dame? Is probably a better question. Mm, that was like the one Disney movie that nobody saw. So no. Uh no, my, that is. Literally, my husband's favorite Disney movie. Really? Yeah. It is one I have never seen. It's I hate that fantastic Patrick's right about it, but and awful. Oh, Rose Window's like the weird, like fractal one. Okay, I don't like that. Oh. It looks like a rose. Like, yeah. ow! It makes my eyes hurt just looking at it. I don't. It's it is disturbing. I mean, I don't so know if I'd beauty. go with rose. It's probably more like a chrysanthemum. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I can well, see. Well, you that. should take it up with an equity. I think yeah. they would love I will. to hear that. I will. <laughs> yeah, I will write them a letter. <laughs> Uh, dear Wikipedia, I believe <laughs> we have a great historical wrong that needs to be righted trillions of times on the internet. Right now, I'll die on that hill. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you're gonna die on a hill, that that feels like a productive one. Uh, I've never seen Hunchback in Notre Dame, but uh, my wife Erin did when she worked at Disneyland when she was. Um, wait, wait! Was, how have I never heard this? Have you not? We Would must you? have no. talked about this on the show you before. Disneyland? No. Did she take the Aaron pictures? Erin grew up in Southern California. Oh, in fact, there's a picture of what I'm about to tell you um, mm. on our bookshelf right now. I just found it. I don't know why Erin took it out, but it's there. Uh, she grew up in Southern California, and she was an, she's an actor. She went. She was working at Disneyland uh, as, a, as an actor. Mm. Uh, and one of the roles she played was Esmeralda. Really? Like a few days ago, I was walking to the house and I saw there, she had pulled out like three photos from the photo album um, that were just sitting on, I don't know why she pulled them out, but they were just sitting on there. I flipped through them and one of them is her, the first time I've ever seen it, her in her Esmeralda costume. Wow. It's like she knew. It's like she knew. She, yeah, she, she felt this. Um, Mm -hmm. But she played that, she played uh, Mary Poppins. Oh, that wow. was one of the other photos on there too. She That's one of my my like all time faves. Yeah, she did that. She also did. Uh, she was Sebastian the crab. That's uh, a stretch. That's a stretch. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she was. You know, it was mostly handwork at that point. Is that how she knew she was going to get fired? She's like, I got moved. <laughs> is that why you married yeah. her? <laughs> yes. Uh, that's it's a it's a sizable portion. Mm-hmm. It's it's. It's part of the allure. <laughs> I've uh, seen the things you can do with that crab. Played Rafiki, and that feels like appropriation. Ref- but I'm so- well. There's like tracks, right? This so you're in a show with place. like this is all yeah. over the place. Esmeralda, yeah, yeah. I, you wouldn't get it. You're not like a theater person. You don't understand. There's tracks. Also, you, you don't, don't understand it. Disney well enough. Obviously. Yeah, yeah Patrick, you feel stupid. Mm. Ugh, I, what feel an idiot. Pr- I feel pretty certain that uh, you get assigned Sebastian right before you get shit canned. That's what I hear. That's what I'm hearing right now. <laughs> yeah, Esmeralda, um, Mary Poppins, Sebastian. Then we'll see what happens from there. <laughs> so you're not a Sebastian fan. I not it, a Sebastian. I am not. I, uh, uh, mm, uh, no, I guess not. No. <laughs> Why? I mean, you can hate certain Disney characters. You don't have yeah, to no. like them all. Sebastian. You have to like. Yeah, no, you have to like Sebastian. No, Sebastian. He's like he's too neurotic. He doesn't he doesn't redeem himself. There's like no arc there. No. What are you talking about? Have we seen the same? I think so. <laughs> the Little Mermaid. Look, this is a this is a different podcast, and we <laughs> we have to move on. But we'll start a new show that's going to explore Patrick's yes, whole deal with uh, with with this. Yeah. 
Um, God, where were we? Talking about Sebastian uh, the Crab. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. The ballroom. God, we haven't even gotten new, to the ghost yet. New rooms. There's a ghost in here too? Shit. <laughs> this is the longest episode we've ever done. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing here? Um. Okay. Oh, okay. So, the rose window. Yes, it's great. It also has rooms for n- nuns who are brought in to teach, uh, I assume, those ladies a thing or two. Mm-hmm. Did either of you ever... Patrick, I know you didn't go to Catholic school. Jen, you go to Catholic school? I went to Catholic school for like 12 years, dude. You did? Yes. Nah, doesn't sound right. Uh, nah, yeah. That, that's not the vibe I get from you. <laughs> Do you ever have a nun? Me? Yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, all the way up through fourth grade, it's all nuns. Were they violent nuns or just like cool they, nuns? They weren't pleasant nuns. Um, did you get your? Did you get ruler? No, it was it was right it was right at the end of the ruler smack of the, of the finger smacking thing that that kind of petered out in the early eighties and I was it was weird though right because like you could tell they wanted to oh, but absolutely. they were told they couldn't do it anymore absolutely. and it was that was even more I don't know yeah. that was a very unsettling yeah yeah I had nuns um anyway um. <laughs> Anyways, they all oh. decide to clean up the neighborhood and teach the riffraff how to sing. <laughs> yes. yes, is that okay? This was this. This is the uh, this is the basis of Sister Act. Um, so the nuns move in, and it's mm-hmm. at this point things start to go a little wrong. In 1878, Sister Margaret Clare comes to Kemper Hall. Mm-hmm. She was born Margaret Garvey uh, on October 13th, 1838. She was a Civil War bride. Which means her husband had died of typhoid while in battle. That's it a very means, specific reason. <laughs> yeah, I think it probably means her husband just died in yeah. the Civil War. But, okay. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> she, hers in particular died of typhoid, which is that's a bad way to go. That's like all. That's like just. That's like pooping everything out, right? That's like, like liquid everything. out of every orifice. I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. Almost as bad as Ebola. Yeah. 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 Those are both pretty bad. Yeah, it's not good. Um, so that happened to her and then she entered the convent and she was very no nonsense. Mm-hmm. No singing. No, 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 there's no sister act happening in, uh, in sister Margaret Claire's convent. Um, now, so she was, people didn't like her a lot cause she was mean, but mm-hmm. there's not a lot about her time there, but she, she retired in 1917, but did continue to live at Kemper Hall. But she was just kind of a generally an awful presence. Um, <laughs> and so one day some students pushed her down a spiral staircase and she broke her neck and died. Some students did? Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Mm. How yeah. old were the students? You've had nuns, Patrick. You get it. <laughs> we didn't have stairs in my school. I'm thinking I'm starting to figure out why. I mean, I don't <laughs> know how bad you have to be for people to actively push you down stairs. As a nun. Like it's she's not just like somebody off the street who you know like chews food loudly or something. She's like an actual nun. <laughs> so that's what it would take for you. Well, I mean, again, if she wasn't a nun, but I mean, <laughs> sure. like this is this this is like one way ticket to hell here. Like you push a nun down the stairs and kill her. Like I don't, I I, I don't, yeah, I don't I don't see how you come back from that one. I really don't. And a spiral staircase. Mm-hmm. I mean, the theatrics. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the, the sound. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's gonna be fun for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like watching her, it's like watching a slinky go downstairs. I think at that point, just for a se- like for a few seconds, and then it's gonna settle on you what you've done, and that's mm-hmm. that's gonna be less fun. Mm-hmm. 
So she dies, and not long after, her ghost begins to appear on the staircase. Mm-hmm. Also uh, falling going, down. Well, climbing <laughs> up or going down. It doesn't say climbing down. It just said going down, so right. maybe falling. It's <laughs> that, um, that horrible noise. <laughs> <laughs> is that sounding like Mr. Bean falling down all these stairs? Uh, she's always dressed in her habit, and she's always looking very angry. And she was the first ghost of Kemper Hall, but she is not the last. According to the Kenosha Evening News, on January 2nd of 1900, a Sister Augusta from Chicago was attending an annual retreat at Kemper Hall. Mm -hmm. Sister Augusta didn't show up for the 6 o'clock service, and so uh, the nuns were a little concerned, so they launched a a search. Searched every stairwell. They searched (laughs) stairwells first, everybody. Stairwells first. And the pantry (laughs) trap door. Mm -hmm. Pantry. (laughs) Yes. God. I it's that that doesn't come up again in the story. And it's that was the most surprising thing of this whole research. Is that no one has hid any bodies down there. What a perfect place. That's where Um, I put them. (laughs) Well, I'm taking note about that for when the police ask someday down the road. (laughs) There so there's no sign of her anywhere. They but she had left behind her handbag her cross and other insignias of the sisterhood, which you don't just leave behind. Those are things women you don't leave you. their purse behind. Right. Yeah. Probably that too. Is that real? You could leave your purse somewhere. No. Yeah, mm. Someone's going to bring it back to you, right? <laughs> Drop in the mailbox. That's what I usually do. Yeah. <laughs> we usually have. I went in the bar and just shove them in the blue boxes. Really? Yeah. So we don't leave them places. Well, she did. So that so that that made them concerned, mm. and they doubled their search. They couldn't find her anywhere. Uh, and a few days later, on January fifth, a letter arrived addressed to Sister Augusta. Mm-hmm. So they opened it because they didn't know what to do. Because they <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, it's maybe a clue. this will help us. Yeah, yeah. So they opened the letter, and based on the letter, Sister Augusta was actually planning on leaving the sisterhood entirely, mm. and she was planning on uh, moving to St. Louis to live with a friend. Oh. Okay. Yeah, she was from St. Louis mm-hmm. um, and planning on moving back there. And then three days later, of course, her body washed up on the shore when the two children found it. Mm. The day after that, they held a ceremony for her. Her name was Augusta Pauline Henderson. Uh, they held a ceremony for her, and then she was transported back to St. Louis, where she was buried next to her mother, hmm. who I don't imagine was the friend that she planned to live with. <laughs> um <laughs> Her her death was ruled a suicide, and it may have been. Sister Augusta had actually requested a leave of absence to go home to St. Louis and rest mm-hmm. uh, because working with – she had spent her time in Chicago working with the disadvantaged, mm-hmm. um, and that was very upsetting for her. Um, and so she'd asked for a leave, and she was granted the leave, uh, but she only had a few days to wait until she could return home. Uh, so – they're like, well, she almost had the leave that she needed, so maybe it wasn't suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, so no one. How are really we not liable I mean. for this? Let's right. let's, let's <laughs> right. try to figure out a story suicide? here. Yeah. So her body's laid the rest of St. Louis, but her spirit remains with the Kemper. Hmm. On October 29th, nineteen ninety-five, Kenosha news writer Don Jensen interviewed a woman who had seen Sister Augusta's ghost, and she recounted how uh, one day while working in her kitchen. In the kitchen of the of the building, she had passed uh, one of the staircases in the Kemper Center, and she heard footsteps on the stairs. 
And so she looked up to see a pale white woman in a brown habit standing on the stairs. And the woman didn't say a word, but just smiled at her. Hmm. Which I think is the worst thing a ghost can do. Yeah. <laughs> do something spooky. Yeah. Uh, the smile is not good. The kitchen. So the woman, she runs back to the kitchen and she tells everyone, um, and they searched the house and never found another single person in the house. There was no one supposed to be there. To their knowledge, there was no one there. Uh, they never found uh, a sign of, of, of the nun. October 26, 2003, Kenosha News writer Bill Robbins interviewed a man who had once taken a tour of Kemper Hall. Uh, and the man said he was with a large group, and as they moved past the main staircase, he lingered behind a bit to get a better look and some more photos. And his eyes wandered up to the top of the staircase where he saw a nun in an old-fashioned habit leaning over the rails. And she was looking directly at him. Mm. At this point, nuns are not there anymore. Right. So yeah. this is a surprising thing for him to see. <laughs> so he thought he was just seeing things. So he closed his eyes and he kind of walks away. But he looks back on his way out of the room. And she's still there. And she's still looking at him. And then she says, I've been waiting for you. Oh, no. Mm, that's worse than and smiling. She, that's, yep. yeah. And then Sorry. she smiles and gives him a little <laughs> wave. <laughs> I assume he died six minutes later. That is the worst, <laughs> most terrifying thing. <laughs> uh, back to the rental um, car, back to the airport, drive to the uh, fly to the other side of the earth, and live there from now on. Yeah. Uh, and today the building is, I I guess, essentially, it's an event space. Um, and it's, I mean, kind of a museum, right? It's, they, I'm sure they do tours of, of the space and things. And today, disembodied voices are heard throughout the building. And every now and then, ghosts will appear in photos taken by visitors to the mansion. Hmm. Um, so the it's a unique architecture style, the uh, Italianate Victorian, right, yeah. as, we've, yeah. as we've discussed at length. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, with the cheese curds. Sure, yes. And, and Mario. And Mario. <laughs> and Mario Brothers. <laughs> uh, draws a lot of architecture students and photographers. So every now and then, they'll, they'll find a ghostly nun or some other face in the window of their photos. The most famous of these is a set of photos taken by David Schmickel in 1996, who found a handful of ghosts looking out the windows when he developed the photos. More than once, um, complete strangers have appeared in the wedding photos of folks who have gotten married on the grounds. Mm. So I think, Jen, you should... Uh, I'm going to have to ask my I aunt and uncle. Check. Yeah. Like they'll look at the photos later and be like, this is a person who we don't know who is in period clothing. Now, it could be a hilarious prank that they play as like part of the package. <laughs> but uh, you should, uh, yeah, you should check and let us know. Uh, oh, and nuns aren't the only ghosts at Kemper Hall. So a woman who graduated from the school in 1974 claimed that she and her classmates would often feel something brush past their legs like an animal would. Ugh. And every now and then they would see a dog that would disappear through a wall. Hmm. Well, that makes me sad. Why? Because dog's want, living its best you the dog afterlife. Yeah. I, I just want the dog to be happy and not dead and trapped there. <laughs> I don't know if the same rules apply for dog ghosts. Like, do, I hope not. Do animals become ghosts because they have unfinished business? Like, what What possibly could that be? Dude, I... I Somebody was mean to him. I've never seen a dog that did not do his business the moment <laughs> he wanted to do it. So, I don't think that's the My issue. dog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, his dog just chose to be there, I think, forever. I think so. Maybe he liked it so much. Yeah. I mean, there's pe- is he like an ottoman? Uh, ooh. <laughs> is this whole thing just uh, a whole... You know, is there a beast involved? Mm-hmm. Possibly. Um, let's see. What 
Oh, well, apparently the dogs were pretty common uh, to see around uh, uh, the, the grounds in the old days. And there is a grassy alcove where several of the nuns' dogs were buried. Aww. So they now ha- haunt the building, too, which I think, I don't know, you guys are bringing this down a bit. I think it's sweet. I think it's great. Hmm. Because that dog, that dog's never going to die again. Mm-hmm. It's like a little pet that you never have to worry about uh, ever leaving you. There's apparently a bunch of ghosts. Or feeding, yes. Yeah. There's apparently a bunch of ghosts that give them pets all the time, too. So eh, it's probably not yeah. a bad life. It makes life. me feel better that they had a little, like, cemetery for the pets. So. Yeah, yeah, it's pet cemetery. Nothing bad has ever happened to a place mm-hmm. called nope. Pet Cemetery. No. Nope. <laughs> this is Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there may be a young girl haunting the place, too. So one Kemper Center employee had to take a few days off after uh, experiencing uh, uh, a certain uh, a certain ghost. He went up the spiral staircase one day to look around. And as he looked out the west-facing windows there, he had the feeling that he, he wasn't alone. So he turns around and he finds a young girl standing in the doorway. Hmm. This employee tells her, like, she's actually not allowed upstairs. I'm sorry. Please go back downstairs. Mm-hmm. So the girl looks at him. Her eyes get very large. And she runs away. And she passes... Through the door, out into the hallway. So the employee is very concerned about this. Mm -hmm. And he chased after her, I assume, while having wet himself completely. (laughs) And he follows her down a hallway, and she disappears right through another door. Mm -hmm. And so this guy is losing his shit. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) he's like, what is happening? So he tries a knob on the door Mm -hmm. uh, that she's gone through, and it's locked. So she And she's gone. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, today the mansion is a historic site. Like I said, they have uh, arts events, weddings, and a Halloween haunted tour. Have you ever been to the Halloween? Do they still do the Halloween haunted tour? Uh, I believe they do, with the exception of like COVID times, and then they have the the market in the winter time. Oh yeah, right. Which is lovely. I buy pig's ears for my dogs there. Mm. Are they your dogs or are they ghost dogs? Mm-hmm. I think they're my dogs. If they're not, I shouldn't have to be paying the food bill. So <laughs> That's true. Uh, and the grounds are open to the public. So if you go to the Kemper Center and see a ghost, we do want to hear about it. So, Jen, this is specifically for you. or uh, for you And also, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to go look more. Yeah, ask your aunt. Uh, check those wedding photos. Um, oh, I don't remember writing this, but <laughs> but there's a coda here. Uh, it says, and hey, listen, <laughs> there, uh, there's another ghost in Kenosha. Oh, I, this is a teaser. I forgot about this. Hey, listen, everybody. Hey, listen. Everybody. Yeah. There's another What's ghost up? in Kenosha. There's oh. another ghost there. Huh? And this one has a connection to legendary architect Daniel Burnham. You might have, uh, you might recognize him from Devil in the White City, mm-hmm. designed the World's Fair in Chicago. Um, now the story of this ghost, it's just a ghosty, but if you want to hear it, you can get a few friends together for an Is This a Ghost listening party. If you do that, you get some friends to come over to your place, listen to this very fun podcast. They will begrudgingly come to your house because hopefully you've lured them with snacks and alcohol. And you let us know, and you send us an email to isthisagost at gmail.com and let us know the names of people coming. And we will send you a personalized hello and also a brand new ghosty that Patrick does not yet know about, about another Kenosha ghost that is a very good one. I don't know about this, so I'm excited. I'm going to have to get friends together. <laughs> I would recommend it. I don't have notes on what it is. I have notes somewhere about this. <laughs> I, the thing about having children is you never sleep, and so you forget a lot of stuff. But I capitalize, I put good in all caps, so it's got to be a really good one. I wouldn't do that otherwise. 
Um, so let us give you an excuse to have friends over. Uh, and then, you know, those of you who haven't rated or reviewed, this is your chance. Today's mm-hmm. your day. Seize the day. Seize the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jen has done it. Jen has given us um, a rating and a review. Mm-hmm. And won't you please also? That's all. Thank you, Jen. Thank you so much for being here. This yeah, was our show so today. Thank you for having me. What did you think? It's fabulous as always. I would give you 10 stars if I could, but it limits us to five. Mm. That's good. We're going to, we'll, we'll cut we'll email, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll email a promo Apple. out of that. Yeah. 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 Tell Tim Cook. People were pretty mad when he unveiled the price of the uh, Vision Pro. So he he's looking for some wins. Mm-hmm. So this is an easy one. Yeah. Yeah. But did you would see? Would you pay $3,500 for Did you uh, see what they were teasing? What Bob Iger was teasing with that at Disney? I have not. Oh my gosh. You guys got to look it up. Is it a hotel concept no. where you spend three days indoors no. arguing about that's Star not Wars going canon? Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, um, it no, it it was like Mickey would be in your house, and you it was it was pretty amazing. Not I, I'm oh, but an AR experience, not like Mickey, Mickey. Well, you know that would be real creepy and probably some legal issues. That's what. Um, mm. But I I don't make the kind of money to spend that on a a toy. Um, well, Mickey in the living room is one person's toy, but that's another person's uh, that's another person's life, you know. <laughs> I wish to live with Mickey. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's an investment. Yeah, I, I don't know if I could do that. He's too happy all the time. Well, let me tell you something. We went to a community event uh, a couple months ago, and um, there was a, a Mickey and Minnie, but I like a live a live version. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, it, I mean, these were knockoff costumes that could not, they could not have been licensed by Disney. Like mm-hmm. Times Square? I would say worse than Times Square. <laughs> like, it, it's like if you made like a picnic, like a, like a, like a disposable picnic table cover into a Mickey Mouse costume. Mm-hmm. That's sort of what this was like. <laughs> and they, it, they didn't look happy. Is mm-hmm. the point. They, they looked quite, quite unhappy, actually. It was quite sad. So, that uh, pokes a hole in your whole thing, Jen. So I'm sorry, but sometimes Mickey's real sad. That that sounds <laughs> awful. Uh, I I will say, I mean, Disney stock went up two bucks when Bob Iger was talking about Gotta this. Got be something, so. something there. Something real there. Excited. Well, if you like Bob Iger and Disney like we do, keep listening because we do talk about Disney just just so much. <laughs> um, and thank you all for listening, and we'll see you again next week on Is This a Ghost? Mm-hmm.